Jose, today's daf, Yivamis Dalid, was filled with an incredible amount of information. So the sugi really began on the bottom of Gimel Amadeis, 3b, where the Gemara discussed the idea that had there not been a Gzera Shava of Aleha Aleha, from Achos Ishto, the case of one's wife's sister, to the case of Yibum, one would have actually thought that one would be permitted to do Yibum with Achos Ishto. So the Gemara says, why? Why would one have thought that? Because the Gemara talks about the concept of Asi Asei V'dochelosa Asei, that a positive commandment could go ahead and set aside a prohibition. The ability for an Asei to be Dochelosa Asei. Now the truth is, it's important to bear in mind that in general, Yibum operates with that principle. Because remember again, Yibum is the a surviving brother marrying his deceased brother's widow. That's normally a situation of an erva. Yet Yibum allows that. So Yibum in and of itself is a manifestation of a positive commandment setting aside a prohibition. Setting aside a prohibition. So the Gemara says again, you might have thought that that would apply to all Arayos. The Gzera Shava of Aleha Aleha limits it to one very specific situation of my brother's widow, but precludes Yibam from happening in every other scenario of Erva. Once the Gemara introduced this concept of that a positive commandment could set aside a prohibition, that takes up the rest of the discussion on Daf Dalid. So to go through some of the salient points, so the Gemara says, from where do we learn the concept of that a positive commandment can set aside a prohibition? So the Gemara says, interestingly enough, we learn it from the juxtaposition of the, or we learn it from Sukim of Tzitzis and Shatniz. The Torah in Chumish Devarim discusses the prohibitions where Shatniz, and then right afterwards goes ahead and says Gedilim Taseloch goes ahead and says that you should go ahead and make tzitzis and the Gemara understands that although there's a prohibition to wear a mixture of wool and linen when it comes to tzitzis one is permitted to wear tzitzis which is shatnis. so the Gemara says that concept however is predicated on one more principle which is Darshin and Smuchin. That's we go ahead and we juxtapose, excuse me, that we Darshin, we find meaning in juxtapositions. Juxtapositions are not random. So if two psukim are next to each other in the Torah, that is to teach us that halacha lamaisa, again, they are to be learned out from each other. The Gemara then went on to explain that not everyone subscribes to the notion of Smuchin. Some don't Darshin juxtapositions. However, the Gemara then explained that even those opinions, most notably Rabbi Yehuda, who normally does not Darshin Smuchin, ultimately agrees in Sefer Dvarim, which we call Mishnah Torah, that we go ahead and we darshan smuchin. The Gemara then gave a whole number of different examples. In Halach HaLamaisa again, how we darshan smuchin, when we darshan smuchin, the Gemara explains why is it that in Sefer Dvarim, even those who don't normally darshan smuchin would darshan smuchin, to which the Gemara explains either because it's muchach or it's mufna, that the psukim in chumash devarim are either muchach, meaning it's clear, it's clear, muchach means clear, it's clear that ultimately again this pasuk is to be darshaned, or mufna means it's superfluous. Either way, that leaves the psukim ultimately again of of Sefer Dvarim open to be darshan. So I will say that's the construct. So again, Yibum is really based on Aseidoch Elosasei, the Gzir Shava of Aleha Aleha. So really limits the ability of Aseidoch Elosasei to only one specific erba, namely a brother's widow, but precludes Yibum with any other kind of widow. The notion of Aseidoch Elosasei is learned out from Tzitzis. That's predicated on Darshan Smuchin. Not everyone Darshan Smuchin in general, but in Dvarim, in which the Psukim of Shatniz and Tzitzis are found, 
ultimately everyone darshan smuchin. The Gemara then goes on, on Dalaram Adbeis, to get into a little bit more of a discussion regarding shatnes. And a couple of very interesting concepts come out from shatnes over here. Number one, the Gemara teaches me that Allah Chalamaisa, shatnes is only Asr Derech Levisha, when one is wearing the garment. That's why, for example, Mokhre Ksus, ultimately those who are, you know, garment salesmen, garment merchants, have the ability to hack their wares by buying the various garments. And that's not considered to be, that's not considered to be a violation of shatnes. That being said, it doesn't always have to be, let's say, actively wearing. For example, derech ha'alah, something that normally covers a person. So, for example, a cover with shatnes would be problematic as well. I, one doesn't, one doesn't wear shatnes, one doesn't wear shatnes. So, you could have derech ha'alah, that is dumya de levisha. So, you could have something that's upon you that ultimately is like wearing. Is like wearing. is just like wearing something and get hanaf from it. So, so to again, derech ha'alah, something is upon you, like a cover, and you're getting benefit from it. Ultimately, that's a problem of shatnis as well. But again, this comes to exclude the case of, let's say, the mochreksus, the people who are going ahead and wearing the garments, or I should say, wearing them on top of them to hack the garments. There, there's no kavana to wear, there's no kavana to get benefit. Their kavana is one thing and one thing only, which is to be able to sell the garments. The Gemara then transitions into a deeper discussion in the midst of tzitzis, which Amir Tashem we will pick up with tomorrow. We ended off with the very beautiful and important idea from the Noah and the Gadim, that why is it that I say say? Why is it that a positive commandment has the ability to set aside a prohibition? In other words, how do we understand that on a hashkafic level? And the Noah and the Gadim said so beautifully that the fundamental distinction between an asein say a mitzvah, and then Aveira, is that when it comes to a mitzvah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mitzarif machshava lemaisa. When it comes to a mitzvah, Hashem counts the thought, the desire, the want to do a mitzvah, like the actual mitzvah itself. Whereas by an Aveira, Baruch Hashem, the Rebbe only holds us accountable for actions, but not for thoughts. The thought to do an Aveira is not the equivalent of the actual commission of the Aveira itself. And therefore it says, the Megadim, on a Hashkafic level, a mitzvah, an Asay, is so much more powerful than a Losa Asay. Because an Asay, a positive commandment, the mitzvah, could be performed ideally, actionally, but if one is precluded from performing it actionally, one has the ability to go out and yearn for it cognitively. That is a dynamic that exists only by mitzvahs and not by Averos. And of course, the Musr Haskell for us is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands that sometimes we are precluded from performing certain missiles. Sometimes we are precluded from acting upon the things we really want to do and really want to be. But the one who looks into the hearts of all men is able to see not only what we do, but also what we want. Chavro wishing everyone a wonderful day and a good nerve Shabbos.